Hey, good evening, West Houston Christian Center. Pastors Jack and Jack Pigeon coming to you from the studios at West Houston Christian Center. And uh, it's uh, Tuesday night, and uh, we're excited about the Word. We are continuing in our study on the Holy Spirit. I'm uh, honored and blessed to have my father, my pastor, my mentor, Pastor Jack R. Pigeon with me here again tonight as we're going through the Scriptures. And uh, really kind of the whole reason we're doing this is... uh, we are hungering and thirsting at West Houston Christian Thank Center. Thank you, Lord. Uh, we love the Word, uh, but we're also hungering and thirsting for the Spirit of God to move in our services, primarily when it comes to the gifts of the Spirit, which we have not really talked about much yet, but we will get into. And uh, we're endeavoring to, uh, we believe that in order for these things to manifest and to be present with us, We have to preach and teach about them. Amen. So we've kind of dedicated Tuesday nights to uh, a lot of this we know, but to to re-encourage ourselves, to restudy, to reset ourselves that we are a Holy Ghost Pentecostal church. And uh, we want to be able to teach and preach and share these things so that people feel comfortable as the Spirit begins to move. Amen. Um, uh, The Holy Spirit is a lot of things and the Holy Spirit is not a lot of things. And uh, there's a lot of misinformation and uh, actually fears that go along with the Holy Spirit that people deal with. And so I think when you give it a biblical base and you show how it was all through the book of Acts and it's for today, then people feel more comfortable with it. Amen. You know, the early church was started and they were called foolish, uh, speaking in tongues and the people that came to the to the early church, they were they were looked upon as dodos and fools and and the lower class of people because God said He was going to confuse the wise and uh, that's why you know when Jesus talks about something, it's important and so that's why we're endeavoring to do that. Amen. Amen. We're going to pick up where we left off last week. And really, we kind of talked about three positions that God has in our lives. He has God's for us, God's with us, and what we'll probably capitalize on today is God in us. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And uh, when we say God's for us, then uh, who can be against me? If I know that God is for me, uh, uh, what shall I fear? Because Amen. I know that God's with me. Um, if God is with me, then I recognize that there's no circumstance Uh, that's bigger than he is, you know. Uh, I like the scripture that says, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. But I also like to to change it a little bit and say, greater is he that's in me than any circumstance that is in the world. And uh, we know there's a lot of circumstances right now in our personal lives, in our country, in our nation. But I know that God is bigger. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) God is bigger than anything that's going on in the world today. But really, I want to focus today on God in us. And uh, um, something, a couple of scriptures we shared last week, 1 Corinthians 3.16 says, Know ye not that you are the temple of God, and the Spirit of God dwells in you. 1 Corinthians 6.19 says, Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. And then 2 Corinthians 6.16 says, And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? I will dwell in them. If we realize that God was in us, we would know nothing is impossible. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
God, Jesus talked about, he, he gave us a warning that when he left, he was going to give us a helper, a mm-hmm. paracletos, someone to walk alongside of us. And uh, the Holy Ghost is so important that the unforgivable sin is the blaspheme of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. So it's important to know about the Holy Spirit and, and like Jack said, in us, for us, and through us. Because uh, he said, you'll receive power. And that's what it's all about. Amen. I like Mark 9, 22. It says, all things are possible to him that you, believeth. Lord. Amen. Um, I think sometimes what we struggle with, and I'm going to have you allude to, is that I've just given you three scriptures that said God's in us. Uh, God dwells with us, that we're the temple of the Holy Spirit, and that God's presence lives within us. What are the hindrances? Why, why don't we believe that? Because the Bible says it's foolishness. It, the wise, the, our mind can't be wrapped around that, that the, the, God himself would want to indwell us. Right. And the gifts of the Holy Spirit, which are contrary to religion. Yeah. A, a church without the Holy Spirit is a religious organization. But a, a church full of the Holy Ghost, now we're doing what God created the church to do, to be mm-hmm. powerful. And so God can dwell there in the church with his fruit mm-hmm. and with his spirit, with the, the fruits of the spirit and with the, uh, the acts of the Holy Spirit. So good. Uh, it's for us today. Amen. You know, we, uh, I gave the example last week about how God used to dwell in this temple. You know, in Jerusalem, there was the temple and it had a, an outer court, an inner court, and a holy of holies. And of course, that's a picture of some things in the New Testament. But particularly, you had this place called the holy of holies. And that's where in the temple, God's manifest Amen. presence dwelt by God's own choice. He put himself in this small little area within the temple. And it had a large curtain in front of it. And we found out that it was 40 feet wide. It was uh, 40 feet long, 20 feet wide, and about four inches thick. And that's what housed the presence of God. Uh, The high priest could only go in at certain times, and uh, he had to be pure before he went in. And, you know, if you went into the presence of God, whether it was out of ignorance or just uh, not doing it the way that God said, there was a stiff penalty, and it was death. But God, through Jesus Christ, through that temple, that curtain being rent from top to bottom when Jesus died on the cross, God's presence left that temple wow. uh, where, where you know, you could only go at certain times and only certain men could go. And God was now able to dwell in a man's heart. But I think sometimes, and, you know, I think all of us have been there. I don't feel like God lives inside of me, Pastor Jack. <laughs> How do I know? If you're telling me that right now, see, see, because here's the lie. If you really knew right now, now I don't know what situation you're going through. I don't know what's going on in your life right now. I don't know how your job, your finances, your marriage. But if we really had a revelation, if you have a revelation that right now God is living inside of you, what couldn't you do? Hmm. So I just want to encourage you, whatever you're dealing with right now, first and foremost, you're not alone. 
you know, the whole reason that God sent us the Holy Spirit is that he didn't want us to be alone when Jesus left the earth. Amen. Jesus kept telling them, it's expedient for me to go. If I don't go, go. the comforter (laughs) can't come here. Now, listen, Jesus, he dealt with as many people as he possibly could in Jerusalem over that three year ministry. Mm. He fed thousands. He ministered to thousands. But through the Holy Spirit now, instead of one spirit filled man in the earth, now there's millions of us. How much more is the Holy Spirit in the earth now compared to what Jesus was only able to do in that small region for a three year period? And Jesus said, the works that I do will you do and greater works because I go to be with my father and in knowing about the Holy Spirit. The, the the scripture you're alluding to, when Jesus is hanging on the cross, I mean, it's got to be the worst day of his life. Yeah. And they're telling about the agony and the pain. And right in the middle of that, it says, and the curtain in the temple yeah. was rent from top to bottom. And mm-hmm. I always thought, what a goofy place to put that to put that scripture because right. the man's dying on the cross. Right. But then when you understand what his death did, and I, I look at it, that curtain was torn from the top. Man couldn't do it from the top. Right. Man could have done it from the bottom, but God tore it from the top to the bottom. And like Pastor Jack said, it allowed God to come out, but it also allowed us to go into the very holy of holies where God is. So, so it's a, uh, it's all good. It's all good. You know, a lot of times we just struggle with this concept that God, okay, maybe God does live within me, but, you know, does he talk to me? Does he, can he guide me? Can he really lead me? And a lot of people struggle with that uh, because they don't feel anything. And a lot of times what we've tried to do is take our five physical senses and we've tried to use that as our our barometer as to whether God is with us or not, or God is in us or not. And let me just tell you, that your soul and your spirit, while we are connected, you can't use one to read the other. Um, I can't go on to an AM channel searching for an FM That's station. Good. That's good. And a lot of times, because, you know, we get so bogged down in our feelings, we get so bogged down into really what the Bible calls a sin consciousness where we do everything by our works. Mm-hmm. Well, I, 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 Pastor, I had a bad thought today. I know, I know. How can God live in me? You know, if God knew, you know, well, of course God knows. And that's why God is inside of us because He's the one bringing the help and the comfort. Amen. He's the one that's bringing everything that we need. Amen. We're going to take a break right here. We're going to step away for a second. We've got some announcements and some things coming up at West Houston Christian Center. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back. Uh, just once again in the sanctuary in the studio of West Houston Christian Center with Pastor Jack R. Pigeon as we're talking about the Holy Spirit. And we're really kind of keying on this concept right now of God in us. And uh, we understand that when we get born again, that, uh, that initial infilling of the Holy Spirit is that indwelling of His presence. And that's when the Holy Spirit comes into our hearts. It cleans us all out. It refines us. We now have access to what the Bible calls the fruit of the Spirit, you know, love and joy and peace, etc. But what we're talking about also is that second filling or that 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 empowerment that God gives us through the baptism of the Holy Spirit, where he really sets us apart for service. Um, Mm -hmm. I think some of the best days that we'll ever have is a day that we walk around God inside minded. 
Wow. You know, what, what can't I do? I remember dad was sharing the story of when he had to go sell insurance and uh, dad worked for an insurance company and they sent us down to Corpus Christi, Texas. <laughs> and uh, if, if you know Corpus Christi, it is a, it is a ocean town and yeah. everything in, in Corpus has to do with boats and the ocean and all those types of things. Tell them what they sent <laughs> you down here to do. <laughs> they sent me down here to sell workman's compensation to all those people that worked on the water. And uh, it, I'd find somebody and then, but they didn't want to ride it because there was the water exposure, which caused the rates, the, the damages to go up high. So it was a, a two year training ground right. and it wasn't in insurance. Yeah. Let me, <laughs> let me give you this in layman's terms. That's sending you to, uh, Alaska to sell ice cream to Eskimos. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, uh, <laughs> not, good. not, good. not an easy endeavor, uh, to do. But my dad, as he shared last week, had had such an encounter with the Holy Spirit that he was so God inside minded Amen. that it was as if Jesus himself was manifesting Amen. himself to him and was so real to him. Uh, you know, if God be for me, who can yeah, be against that's me? That's right. And that's really kind of where we're going with this. If we really knew that God was inside of us, you know, first John, uh, four, four says, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Greater is he that's in you. In order for that scripture to profit you or to help you, you have to have the first revelation Amen. that greater is he, not equal, not less, Amen. not not just on one day a week or not just if I act right, if I if I do right. No, no, no. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. God inside minded, just to make it simple, is uh, that everywhere you go, you're taking God with you. When, when you get the revelation that God is in you, then wherever place you go, God's in you. And, and another step would be, say you had uh, the president of the United States, he was going to be at your home. What would you do? That's good. What would you do to your house? Man, I'm telling you, you would clean it up. You would put everything in place. And with him in your house, you would act differently than you do when you don't think anybody's there. So yeah. God inside minded means our mind is always that God is on me, in me and through me. Amen. So good. I have this note written down. It says God himself has recreated us, made us new creatures, made us his own. Hmm. Then he and the person of the Holy spirits makes our bodies his home. I think one of the coolest things about this is that God had a choice. And God, just as he chose Adam and Eve in the garden to walk with them and to dwell with them, his mission and his purpose has never changed. Mm. He's always wanted to dwell with us. God has always wanted his family. And uh, mm. he went through some painstaking, Amen. not days, not hours, but years, thousands of years to get us to the point where he could take his own son and put him on a cross and have him die for all of our sins and to go through all that he did in hell to be resurrected so that the sweet Holy Spirit could come and could dwell within us. And you know, Jack, the Bible says in First Corinthians that Paul wrote, for the message of the cross is foolishness yeah. 
to those that don't yeah. believe it or to those that are perishing, but to us that believe it, it, it says it is the power of God. So yeah. there's that power that Jesus yeah. was telling us about. That's so good. That's so good. Jesus said, I'm part, sorry, John said, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Amen. Listen to this. Every born again, spirit filled believer has within him ready to use <clears throat> all the power he will ever need to put him over in Amen. this life. That's good. <laughs> what if you knew that everything you ever were going to need, past, present, or future, what if you knew that right now, you know, I, I just know that some, some people right now, you're searching for answers, you're in need of something, uh, you need a supply of something, you're looking for something, you're asking for something, but what if I told you that with inside of you is already everything you already need? What if you knew that because God, see, God's not poor. God's not sick. God's not confused. That's good. God uh, does not ebb and flow according to what's happening in the stock market. God is the same yesterday, today, today and, forever. and forever. And with him, you know, there's, we're going to get to heaven and we're going to be surprised because uh, there's no shortages in heaven. Amen. Uh, there's no elections in heaven. There's no economy uh, that is subject to uh, what's happening in the earth. Amen. God is and has everything we will ever need. So, so when God comes and lives and dwells inside of you, guess what? He brings all that he is with him into us. So mm. we have a supply of the spirit. Imagine that God, God didn't leave all of his, didn't leave his credit card at home. God didn't leave all of who he is and what he is in heaven so that he could come down and dwell in his, in a man's heart. No, no. He's here now. And with him, he has every resource that we're ever going to need. Thank you, Lord. And you know, <clears throat> I believe that God, there's more for that God wants for us here. The, the fullness of the Godhead bodily dwelleth in my soul. Amen. There is so much more that God wants us to have in the earth. It, it, there's going to be more in heaven. No one can even imagine because Jesus said we're going to know him as he knows us. But there's a fullness That's good. that God wants in the earth. Amen. And folks, and today we need the fullness of God. Yeah. And he's made it available to us by the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 You know, a lot of times we deal with fear and uh, things like that in our life where we, if we watch too much TV, we become fearful about our world. Thank you, we Lord. We become fearful um, about sickness and illness and disease and all those types of things. And really, the greater revelation we have of Christ in us or God dwelling within us, you know, if God be for me, you know, who can really you, be Lord. against me? Amen. This really is one of the main ways for us as a believer to deal with fear is if I know that whatever is coming against me, if I know that the greater one is inside of me, then how am I going to wow. fear whatever that is? The problem is, is once again, when we get put under pressure situations, we kind of resort back to old muscle memory. And we try and let our soul, our mind, our will, our emotion try and handle the situation for us. And the Holy Spirit mm. being the gentleman that he is and God being the gentleman that he is and Jesus being the gentleman that mm. he is. They'll just get right out of the way and let us try Amen. and figure it all out on our own. <laughs> yeah. You know, they are, the, you know, the Holy Spirit. And this is important to know 
you know, when Satan tries to come into the earth, he tries to possess people. He wants to control people. He wants to possess people. The Holy Spirit does not want to possess us. The Holy Spirit is a guide and a comforter, and he wants to comfort us. He wants to guide That's us. Good. The Holy Spirit is always leading us to the Father. Amen. He's always Amen. leading us back to God. You are never going to get something from the Holy Spirit that first and foremost doesn't line up with God's word. And secondly, doesn't always point us back to the Father. Amen. The whole, Jesus said he's only going to speak about me. Yeah. Thanks and you know Lord. what? Here's the cool thing about the Holy Spirit. He has a 100 percent success rate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's never lost anybody. Uh, he's never guided anybody out to the wilderness and didn't know how to get them back. You know, he's never been caught without his wallet. You know, he's never been caught unaware. The Holy <laughs> Spirit uh, uh, was past, is present, and is in our future. But really what it comes down to is us just taking to heart and, manif- and, and really meditating on the fact that he's living and dwelling inside of us. You know, there's a lot of circumstances in life that come up against us. And uh, I'm not saying that this is automatic for all of us, but you know, the more time that we spend with God in his word, praying in the Holy Spirit, I feel like the more prepared I am for the circumstances that come. Oh, thank you, Lord. You know, the apostle Paul talked about praying in tongues and and he said, no one prays more in tongues than I do, but he would rather prophesy. But and and we'll get into it at a later time, the beautiful experience of praying in tongues. And it, at another time, we can just tell you why God invested that in us and what it does for us today. Folks, it's not gone away. Amen. It didn't die down. It is still active today. And we can have testimony after testimony of what happens when you, you know, when you receive Jesus, Jesus, you receive Jesus. The Holy Spirit receives you. That's good. Wow. Look at it that way. The Holy Spirit accepts you and everything that he is, like Jack says, he he dwells in us. And uh, the, the the praying in tongues is there's a corporate praying in tongues and then there's an individual. Right. And I know we all do that. And it's a uh, uh, it's awesome. And it's one of the sweetest gifts that we ever got from the Holy Ghost. Amen. Well, we are going to start getting into it. And we're going to ask some hard questions. You know, a lot of people have questions about the Holy Spirit. Can I be baptized in the Holy Spirit and not speak in tongues? Um, did the Holy Spirit pass away? Because there are some scriptures that might allude to that. We are going to get into Good. some of those topics. If you Good. have questions, I want to encourage you to, to type them underneath in the chat or send them to here to the Good. church and we'll try and talk about them. Uh, we want to shine as much light and has, uh, have as much knowledge and revelation as we can on this subject. Well, man, time has Thank you, Lord. flown by and uh, we're already done with today's broadcast. We're so glad that you joined us today. Uh, share this video, invite others to come and uh, to, to, to learn what we're learning, but we don't ever like to end a broadcast without giving Thank someone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And we're not asking you to join a church. Uh, we're not trying to give you some sort of a, a religious chant to repeat. What we're doing is we'd like to invite you to the Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The same Jesus Christ that came into our lives and uh, has changed our lives and has set us on this course and uh, so simply, if you've never made Jesus your Lord, just simply pray this prayer with me from your heart, believing 
Just say, Dear Jesus. Dear Jesus. Please come into my heart. Please come into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Lord. And be my Savior. And be my Savior. Please forgive me of my sins. Please forgive me of my sins. Set me on a new path. Set me on a new path. Fill me with your spirit. Fill me with your spirit. Just say, God. God. Come live in my heart. Come live in my heart. Live big in me. Live big in me. Set me on the path. Set me on the path. That you created me to walk. That you created me to walk. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, if you've prayed that prayer for the first time, give us a call here at the church or email us here at westhoustonchristian.com. We would like to be a part of what God has just done in your life and send some information to you and help you on your journey. Amen. Well, this is Pastors Jack and Jack. We love you. Jesus is Lord. And we'll see you next week. Amen.